I don't know the next sentence that I'm going to actually speak. The next sentence. No, bro, no kidding. But, but I know somebody who knows the next sentence. And on the strength of that individual, I come here. Amen? And, and as we talk about hearing the voice of God, we want to make sure that it is with such simplicity. That if, if we have a five-year-old here, they'll gain understanding by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And they'll actually know that they, at that age, can hear God's voice. We are not going to make this into nine gifts of the Holy Spirit without the Holy Spirit. Amen? So as we talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we really want to focus on the Holy Spirit. And that's what we did last week. We want to we went through and we recorded it. We have, have it on um, the website. We have it on YouTube. And it's not a revolutionary teaching to anyone, many of us either. We are very familiar with the revelation of the Spirit of God living in us as believers. It's more like we're beginning to cooperate with Him in a more consistent manner than we have done previously. Many times we start off going into our prayer closet and engaging God and under understanding that the Spirit of God is right there with us. And it's supposed to be a daily activity, minutely, hourly, daily thing that we're always walking in this revelation and this understanding and then having that exchange with Him. We're more focused in this class on the relationship because when you have a good relationship with your earthly father brother mother friend it's very easy for them to communicate what they want to communicate to you they'll be patient about the learning process process with you right so how about we focus in this class on the relationship aspect of it the relationship with God we have heard and we know from scripture God is patient God is kind God is loving that means he's gentle to teach and we will learn so last week we spoke about what a wonderful thing it is that we can actually have communion with the Holy Spirit relationship with God through the Holy Spirit and we want to honor His presence here tonight as we come. The presence of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, He will take the things that are mine and He will show them unto you. The word of knowledge, word of wisdom, the gift of healing, and all of those things will flow through us when we have relationship with the Father. When we have relationship with the Son. And when we have intimacy with the Holy Spirit, because He's the one that is on the earth. And this week, we really want to talk about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. If you have relationship with the Holy Spirit, then the fruits of the Holy Spirit are going to start being expressed through you and I. 
that means he's going to just express himself himself through us as a conduit and that's how we're preparing ourselves by the grace of God that this might happen that the gift of healing might flow through us miracles and all of those wonderful things but the thing with the Holy Spirit he's not interested in anointing the flesh aspect of us so we focus on the lessons to guess, get us out of the way that he might flow through us today I was looking up the meaning of character you know I was gonna ask the Madisons had a, um, a picture of a wall here in Christmas it, it's a brick wall that was up there I was gonna bring it here but I never got around to it and think about the bricks that they use to construct a building they have integrity and they have memory like concrete it has memory and all of the components of that brick it has memory because it has to last for sometimes a hundred years or even beyond the ingredients that they place inside of that block inside of that brick if they compromise on it it might not be a good outcome anybody that cheapens the the material when they're building the foundation of a house might have to deal with the flood that comes later on right and we see what we have seen that on many occasions in Canada here basements that flood because the workmen didn't they were not meticulous with the material that they used underneath there and no that's one of the things that we even have laws to protect us when we buy a brand new house for a certain amount of years that we might even claim just in case this thing happened because how many of us know how to inspect or do that type of inspection on a, on a house that play, that aspect of the house is covered and when 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 in our spiritual walk in our relationship with God there are principles the foundational principles that must be there to sustain our faith and sometimes we don't have any memory character is not there like that brick we're compromising in some areas and later on we begin to see the areas of compromise character the combination of qualities or features that distinguishes one group or thing from another a distinguishing feature or attribute as of an individual group or category and it goes on based on this description it's easiest to think of character as one's moral and ethical code. It is a combination of inside traits that determine, determine outward behavior. And now look at, look at the definition of integrity. When you combine character and integrity, here's what you get. Character is one's moral and ethical code. And integri integrity means that one lives according to that code. 
So you believe one thing, and that now determines how you conduct your daily life. And sometimes we don't see the consistency in our faith with what we do daily. The disconnect is there. Maybe we need to redefine what we say we believe. The behavioral patterns of a Christian are, is defined by scripture and it's accurately defined. So if we're not getting the results, many times we're compromising. Many times we're not really, there is no memory to our character. We're compromising. As we talk about manifesting the kingdom of heaven, we have to be meticulous, deeply meticulous about everything. Let's go to Matthew 7. And we'll start at verse 15. Yes, we're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But before we talk about the gifts of the, of the Holy Spirit, let's talk about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 7, verses 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you shall know them. The scripture said that you shall know them by their fruits. Fruits of the, we're identified in a sense, we can use this in the, in the context of the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. They will churn out of us. And then you have, in the book of Galatians, the exact opposite. Talk about the works of the flesh. Intimacy, as we spoke about last week with the Holy Spirit. When you begin to have intimacy with the Holy Spirit, you will begin to deal with every area in your life. That's why we're we are so big on deliverance. We're so big on inner healing. How is the Holy Spirit going to flow through you when you're in need of deliverance, when you're in need of healing from trauma, right? When there is unforgiveness. You, we can come here in a mechanical sense and just begin to talk about the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of healing, and all of those type of things. And we can focus on defining them and understanding them and differentiating them. But if we have, if we need deliverance, if we need healing, if we need to forgive, if we have anger issues, wrath, bitterness, strife, and all of those workings of the flesh, then th those things are going to hinder the expression of the Spirit. So why, why don't we deal with those issues? Why don't we slow down? Instead of desiring just to prophesy or to release the healing anointing, 
why, why don't we just deal with this? And then organically, organically, the Spirit of God will flow through you like that. Boom, boom, boom. And you will release blessings. The dreams that you're getting that you don't understand, it will give you understanding concerning those dreams. When you know your dad and you have a good relationship with him and he's a godly individual, he will take the time to explain things to you and to train you and to teach you, right? Well, how, how can our dad be like our heavenly father? Not a chance. So let us capture this first. And then look at how the spirit of God is just going to use us in miraculous ways to, to heal and to bring people into the kingdom and all of those beautiful things. Amen? Let's go to the book of uh, Galatians. Galatians um, 5 and verses 13. We're going to pray today after this. We are going to pray. Everything that we talk about that is from the word of God and then after we'll pray and the Lord will do what is promised in his word. When we come into agreement, when we come into repentance, when we come into forgiveness, when we take into account all that he's telling us to do, his word will come to pass in that area. We want everybody to receive and everybody can receive and will receive. And everybody, are you, we're usually at different points. And wherever you are, whether you are at a point tonight where the, where the Lord is ready to activate in you the healing anointing. Or you're at the area where you need inner healing from trauma or deliverance. Well, thank God. He has the solution for everybody here. The Spirit of God is just going to help you to recognize where you are. And then God is going to deal with that and take you to the next level. Where he's going to be even activate you accordingly. Galatians 5 and verses um, 13. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour another... Beware lest you be consumed by one another. And I, I, this is what I want to focus on. Verse 16. I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So that you do not do the thing that you wish. If you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. And verses 19, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. 
of which I tell you before, just as also you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That means those who are in the flesh cannot inherit the, the, the kingdom of God, but those that are in the spirit. So how much we need the spirit of God to deal with the issues that are there, that are inconsistent with the word of God. And tonight, your prayer, ask the Holy Spirit, even as we're here now, ask the Spirit of God, and those online, ask the Spirit of God to show you those areas that are of the flesh, that are of the old man. And those areas needs to be, they need to be dealt with. And the grace of God tonight is already here to deal with that area in every one of our lives. Before we begin to flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We want to see the fruits of the Holy Spirit churning out of us like the milk churned out of the breast of the cow. Hello. Amen. I'm trying to be funny, but nobody's laughing tonight. Nobody laughs on Wednesday. Eh? My, 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 my. Help me, Lord. Look at verses 22. Hello now. But the, fruit, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Beautiful. When we can capture these, this, these characteristic traits that are consistent with the Spirit of God, He will express those gifts through us and it will be a blessing to others so we are slowing down tonight and our prayer is going to be Lord what is in me that is not of you and let me tell you praise God we had a all night prayer it was absolutely explosive Every time I talk about it, I feel the anointed associated with it come back. It was explode. The devil died. Hello? The devil died. He had no, he had no, let me tell you something. The devil. Ha! The devil got beat up that night. Bad. Amen? The Lord was here as he promised to set his people free. And indeed he did. Indeed the Lord did. He is moving us from strength to strength. And we're not leaving one man behind. That's one thing about this ministry here. Hello? Let me tell you something. One thing about us. People will give up on us, but we ain't giving up on people. We are not giving up on anyone. So long as there is a chance that I can place my hand down there and go like that, they're coming up. Yeah, we're doing this thing the right way. We're doing this thing out of love for God. We have no agenda. That's why I want people to come here and make it not about me huh! or the pastoral team. But we want to make it about everyone and their relationship with their Heavenly Father. We want everyone to hear the voice of God. They don't have to hear the voice of God. A, they will hear the voice of God through a minister at times. 
But I also hear the voice of God through different people. Our prayer this morning, where are you? Th this tonight, think for a moment. What is the area that the Holy Spirit has been highlighting to you in your life? What is that area? Going on next week, we will begin to expound more on ministering by the Spirit of God. Where you will have an answer for every single situation that God has brought you, bring you into. Every situation that he brings you. Every time he brings someone before you. He will speak through you. He will heal through you. He will encourage you. He will plant a seed. That exchange will communicate to that person in such a way that they will know that it's God that spoke to them. Another man. Even if you give them a wink, they go, that there's a God wink. If the Holy Spirit said, walk by and wink that person, trust me, there's an angel behind you. Something supernatural is going to happen there. We want to be a church that expresses the Spirit of God. Healing is necessary. Deliverance is necessary when it comes on to be used by the Spirit of God. Because when you have memory inside of you of trauma, the, the minute that the devil reminds you of that, rage, anger, and here comes the wicked one. When you have unforgiveness, the minute that the devil reminds you of the hurt that someone inflicted on you, the door is open. And that is associated with what we read before. The flesh, anger, wrath. So these areas must die. These areas, we must be healed. Is Jesus able to do it? Absolutely. Is the one that constructed every part of our being. He's not like the medical doctors that can only to a certain degree operate on the physical body and then give words. The psychiatrists tell you words that supposedly minister to the area of your mind. But then they tell you to come back next week and next week and next week and pay them $100 per hour. The mere talking about the conversation, about the issue, is how you solve it. And they keep flicking your, your, taking your money. But God, who designed the body, soul, and spirit, is able to heal every part of your being. And he's waiting for us to allow him to do that. Inner healing. Yes, Jesus healed so many people and he never operated on one. How did he heal them? A lot of the issues that they were having were spiritual issues. They were blind spiritually. He did something in the area of the soul. And it materialized on the body. The issues that we're having in our lives at the surface level, which is the material level, are, are spiritual issues. 
And there's only one person that can deal with that. Only God. And the Spirit of God is here tonight to heal. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If someone has hurt you in the past, you're getting healed tonight. Praise God. You're getting healed tonight. All you got to do is release them. If you have physical healing, fear anything that is there. When? Tonight. And we're not sending you down to the hospital where they potentially have you there for four hours waiting. No. Already, the Holy Spirit is ministering to you. Freedom. Deliverance. Oh, God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. The Spirit of God is here tonight. Yes, we are going to see you. Let me tell you something, guys. I hope you know. I'm a little bit tough. And some people think that I'm a little bit tough. And you're right. I am a little bit tough. But let me tell you something. I want to see everybody operate in their calling. I want to see everybody operate in their calling and function in their calling successfully. The only thing I say is that I've seen too many. I was telling my, my son um, last night, oh, that I'm very productive. By the grace of God, I'm very productive. I was like, you know, I didn't go to school in Canada, right? I didn't do any schooling here. And when I came here, I was uh, logging boxes and doing a lot of hard labor work. And I thought really quick and I go, if I do this in this cold country for too long, I'm not going to last physically. So let me go back to school and tool up a little bit so I can go maybe sit on a chair for a while and punch some buttons. So I did that and then I did a, a course in um, computerized accounting and business administration and then I started functioning in that capacity for a number of years. And then I decided I can't do this either. So I was always looking for businesses and that's how I got involved in real estate. I'm always looking for a vehicle that will take me to my destination fast. How about you? So now that, and I was like, I said, look at me now. I said, now that God took me out of all of that and bring me here into, um, into ministry, and I go, I'm a kickbutt in ministry too. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. By the grace of God, I said, I'm going to do, I am going to do well. I'm confident that I'm going to do well because I have faith in God and even the faith factor, God gave it to me. It's inside of me. We have assurance for everything in this kingdom. We have assurance. We have promises that are protected by a covenant with the signature of God. Why would we not receive? Yeah. So we are guaranteeing you. Yeah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am guaranteeing you that you're going to get breakthrough. I'm not asking you that. That's how I talk. And that's how my father teach me to talk. So if he taught, if he taught you to talk another way, you, you stick with the way he taught you. But when it comes down to me, 
He said, you, you, put, you put a punchline on my, when, when you speak that word. He said, you put a period there and make it bold. That's how Jesus did things. Take up your bed. And walk. The scribe and the Pharisee said that he, he taught with an authority. Why? The impregnable spirit of God that took the moon and did it like this. Huh! Or maybe he was up already, so he flicked it down. However, he did it and said, Stay there. Amen? That is the spirit of God that is inside of all of us. We have this treasure. The treasure is in the earthen vessel. That the excellency of the poor might be of God and not of man. But God does not need the flesh factor to, to be too involved in that. And that is why we don't hear the voice of God. The flesh factor. Let the Spirit of God take over and inspire it to do. It doesn't even need our help. That's what we're going to pray about. Next week, we will begin to get into the deeper aspects of hearing the voice of God. And it's the Spirit of God that will teach you this. And not, amen. It's the whole Spirit that will do it. And He's the one that will be with you when you're in the supermarket or in the mall, cashing out your shoes or your handbag or whatever it is and then he says tell the cash register the cashier that is cashing you out right that thus say the lord you have a pain in your back and i want to heal you and then you go you have a pain in your back and god wants to heal you and we introduce that person to the lord it's with it's with simplicity that's how I actually saw my wife operating in this. So whenever she said that God said, I go, God said. I was always talking about Jesus, but he was hearing his voice. So she got me a little bit curious in that area. That's why when, when Laura, when we went to Verbo, and, I, and we were going to another church, and I heard that there is a church in Woodbridge, and up there, they teach me over here. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Kim, you go. And then come back and tell me what's happening up there. Because I only go to places that they're really serious about God. So you check them out. So she's like going for a few weeks. And, I, and then she's coming back and telling me after a few hours. And sometimes she's actually coming home late. And I'm a little bit perturbed by this. I'm like, why do I have to go so long? You know what? Let me go up there and check this thing out. So I went up and sat at the back. Huh! Just like that. But they got me curious. When the things that were happening in that environment, they really got me curious. And I thank God for that ministry. Because that area, they opened up to us. And it can be a real blessing. Amen. So as you pray tonight, be honest with God about where you are. And he knows your fears and my fears and our doubts. Let him minister to those things.
Tell him to get you ready that he might anoint you. That he might activate you in the gift, in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That you might begin to discern his voice with clarity. Every single one of us. Because you're coming across people that we will never meet them. We will never have an exchange with them. But if you can't hear God's voice. Souls. This is why we're pursuing this. And I say this all the time. We want to see people come into the kingdom. And if you need, as we go around and pray, if you need help, If there's something that you need help, you can come to us. Myself, Pastor Kim. God will set you free. Don't go home the same. And the same thing for those that are online. Ha! Yes. Focus on healing tonight. Focus on deliverance. Focus on forgiveness. The Bible said that we should be a doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving ourselves and let there be memory we forget too easily as Christians we forget the principle that we were taught one month ago and it's that principle that would have gotten us a yes from God here but there is no memory And we can't hear from God here. So we must build brick upon top of brick. You don't put one up here and then pull out one from down here. Or else the whole thing is going to crash. Sometimes after people get anointed, a lot of people are anointed that don't remember the Holy Spirit. The anointing is just the general power of God on them to heal but the Spirit of God is not guiding them as to when to use the gift. And the minute they pick up the phone and someone says, come to my church. They go, yep, my honorarium is such and such. And you have to buy my plane ticket and reserve me a hotel. And they go. And the, Spirit is, the whole Spirit that anointed them is not involved. The anointing is on the flesh. That's why we don't have more anointed people. That's why we're saying in this ministry here, we say slow down and get to know God and die to self. Ho! And let the Holy Spirit flow. That means you can say no to a $10 million contract because the Spirit of God is saying it's not yours. That's why we're not anointed. God can't find people to give these spiritual gifts to. And God is not going to anoint us and then cause us to, in the similitude of how you would give an 18-year-old a Lamborghini that, and he's not responsible and he crash and burn. God is not going to give us gifts. And he can't, he's not in time. He sees what you're going to do with it five year, 10 year, 15 year on the line. And you're, you're saying, give it to me, Lord. And he's saying, 
I see what you're going to do with it. You're not mature to deal with it. So therefore, I hold back. This is the time that you hone in on your skills that you might steward what you're asking God for. Do the, do the, the homework first. Amen? Our prayer point tonight is that God would heal us, set us free, and then there would be no association in us consistent with Galatians 19, the flesh, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, all of those things. But ask God to cultivate these qualities. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, see, long-suffering, long-suffering. Many times we begin to suffer, but the Bible says we must partake in the sufferings of Christ also, right? Many times the challenge comes, we compromise. We go back into the old behavioral patterns instead of trust God. That has to be dealt with. Kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control this is the spirit of God these are the qualities of a Christian the characteral traits of a true disciple of Jesus Christ ask the spirit of God to tame you tonight. To tame you. And add these components. Any area in your life that you know that the Lord is not pleased with. Ask the Lord to deal with that. And if you do that and really overcome, we'll begin to hear God's voice with clarity as many as are led by the spirit of God they're the sons of God how are we going to be led if we are not hearing God's voice and Jesus said my sheep hear my voice and also that they follow me to follow someone how often would you have to hear their voice very often in the natural if you're following someone you're walking behind them you don't allow them to stray too far from you right if you're driving behind them with a car, you don't allow them to go. You will even overtake to catch them up so that you can see them visually. So that means that God wants to spark, talk to us constantly for us to follow him. Amen? So it is a meeting where we are learning to hear God's voice, expanding unlearning to hear God's voice because we're all hearing God's voice at a certain level. We're just sharpening ourselves. We're just dealing with the other detailed things that needs to be dealt with that we might hear with more definition, more clarity, and then have more understanding concerning what he's actually asking us to do. Be honest. Because God is absolutely committed his word and his promises he's absolutely committed to them we must deal with the things that are hindering 
the promises of God in our lives. With that said, we are going to pray accordingly. And next week, we'll begin now to talk about the actual gifts, and they will begin to pop up and manifest with people in the pews. Oh! They'll begin to... Sorry, my sister. It's good for you. It's the anointing. Quicken your spirit. Oh! <laughs> Amen? Yeah. So we'll be here, and we can begin to pray. Amen? And those that are online, the Holy Spirit is with you right there in your home. And you will be receiving. You will be receiving healing and forgiveness and any other thing. Huh! Consistent with the promise of God that you're desiring tonight. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus.